Arthur Smith is back, and so are we, and all new Dynasty Rewind starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer, the best in the business. Once again, back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Nate, the Professor Christian. Nate, good evening. How are you today? You know, Mike, I am still processing. I am still going through the stages of grief mm. um, after after watching this weekend's uh, mm. loss to the hands of Patrick Mahomes, who, you know, man, we, we got rid of Brady and we just got another one. What What, do, what can you do? I don't know. This is the Super Bowl we got, the Chiefs and the 49ers. <laughs> not the Super Bowl we wanted, unless you're a Chiefs or 49ers fan, in which case, go off, King. Yeah, I, I kind of consider this worst-case scenario. Um, you know, if the Ravens didn't win, I want the Lions to win. So here we are. Um, congrats to the 49ers and Chiefs fans, I guess. But, uh, no, <laughs> man, that's how, that's how it goes. But good vibes here at the Rewind. Yeah. Because hey, I, I was watching Senior Bowl film today on Twitter for practice. We'll, we'll talk, talk about that more later this week. We will. Um, but it's getting exciting. Yeah. And I just want to remind everybody, Arthur Smith is back as an offensive coordinator. We're going to be touching on that a little bit later. We have something um, queued up for that. But, uh, you know, it's time for a price check, Nate. This season, the NFL season, is just about over. We got two more weeks, although this week doesn't really have anything going on. Don't come at me saying the Pro Bowl is going on. I don't care. It's not what it used to be. It is a shell in and of itself. Um, Two weeks away, season's over, and then free agency, and then the best part of the year, the draft. But until then, we got to do a price check, Nate. We got to see, you know, get our finger on the pulse of things going around. It's just, it's important right now. People are starting to make trades if your league has um, open trades at the moment, which, I mean, I guess now's the time people open up. Some, some yeah. leagues wait until after the Super Bowl, I think, right? Some leagues do. Some Sometimes it's already open. Sometimes you can trade during playoffs. Sometimes you can't. Yeah, and I did. I remember doing a roster review. Uh, if you want a roster review done, payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. And the best way to get a roster review done as well, sign up for a Patreon seven-day free trial, patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. There's promo codes every month, so you can get one mm-hmm. at a discount, get a free trial of our Patreon, come check it out. But I did see this one league. Um, they don't open the trading until two weeks before the regular season, before the uh, fantasy season starts. Wow. It's the exact opposite of, you know, things to do to make your league active. It's, it's so limited. And I did say one of the things I was like, you know, normally I don't league shame here, but you got to talk to your commissioner. You got to open it up because he said the league was like really dead. I'm like, well, it's essentially a redraft league. That's a keeper league, but they need price checks too, Nate. And that's why we're going to be talking about some super flex dynasty player price checks here. So we got a couple players that we're going to talk about, right? And we have in, you know, we have a player, we have a price for them. Mm -hmm. It is some sort of pick or compensation package. And then we're going to say whether or not we think it's higher, lower, or fair value could be fair as well let's start off with the first player we happen to both agree on that one and that is miami dolphins wide receiver Jalen waddle his given cost the 2024 105 
in the 25 second nate let's kick it off we, like we both think it's a fair trade what do you think about this yeah you know i think waddle is in this tier of wide receivers where you know he he might not have that top five dynasty wide receiver kind of value but you know that every season he has a chance to be a wide receiver one and if he isn't a wide receiver one as long as he's healthy he's going to give you really solid top 20 numbers and I, I love a player like that i'm not looking to move up off a player like that because they're so reliant, so consistent. And Jalen Waddle for the 105 and a second round pick, I think this is a pretty fair deal. I would be willing to move off of Waddle if I got offered this kind of uh, compensation, you know, especially if I'm a team that's, you know, maybe looking to rebuild and I want to re-roll the dice. You know, Waddle's great. I think he's still a great piece for a rebuilding team. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, if you can make that into two assets and with the 105, Sure, you can kind of make this comparison. Hey, do I want Waddle or Romo Dunze and a, a second round pick? Because I don't think Malik Neighbors is still around with the 105 at this point, um, or no. maybe he is. But, you know, Romo Dunze in a, in a second or Jalen Waddle is one way to look at this. But if you need a quarterback or you really need a tight end, you know, you can pick up whichever one of the maybe three quarterbacks that falls or Neighbors, or you can go and pick up Brock Bowers if it's a tight end premium league. So there's lots of options with the 105 right now. And if I was offered this, I would want that versatility with the 105 pick because I could pick up my quarterback three or maybe my quarterback two of the future. Uh, maybe even quarterback one, some people might think. So yeah. I think this is this is fair value, Mike. I agree. Uh, I think the only other person I'd rather have something like this is like a Brandon Ayuk. I do want to say, though, that now's the time of year where we're starting to have mock drafts rolling in. So I think it's important to always have some mock drafts at your disposal. Maybe take some screenshots or something like that. Of course, you could always, again, join our Patreon, do some mock drafts with us. Have something special coming up there, too. But instead of just the pick, you know, like say 105, 204, whatever, put a player there. Like instead of saying, oh, it's the 105. And a second round pick, like, oh, it's Roma Dunze and mm -hmm. you know, whatever position that is in the second round, it's this player. That way, I think it gives you a little bit of a better idea what you're actually getting with that compensation package, because then you could say, OK, do I prefer Jalen Waddle or do I prefer? We'll just say again, Roma Dunze. And then, I don't know, in the second round, Jatavian Sanders, maybe at that sure. pick. So it's really important to start putting faces and names with these picks so that you can accurately assess values this time of year. But uh, I agree with you. I do. Uh, I think this is a fair trade. And Nate, did you have anything else to add to that before we moved on? You know, just some other players I'd maybe look to acquire for this price. You know, like I said, I would move off of Waddle for this price. Uh, if I was giving away, you know, the, the fifth overall pick and a 25 seconds, some players I would go to and try to acquire with that draft capital. You know, I would go after Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, see if I can get someone to bite um, with my draft picks there, or maybe even a Puka Nakua. I think that might be a little rich, um, but some people still undervalue Puka because of his draft capital. And maybe one, one of the guys that, hey, once we get closer to the rookie drafts, you know, all these guys that are going to be available here are going to be top 10, top 15 picks. The allure of that might just be enough to get someone to bite and move off Puka Nakua. I'm going to politely disagree on Puka Nakua, and here's why. Dan was just doing a best ball draft today, and he said that he was the seventh wide receiver picked. So I feel like Puka might cost you more. Is all why I'm saying I disagree. He should. I I I think he should. Yeah. Just saying, we might get closer to draft time, and who knows? And then it was Dan doing Dan things. 
You know what I mean? I love Dan. <laughs> Follow at the B League says on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. And then while you're on X, stay for the drama. There's always plenty of it there. Um, let's move on to the second player, and that is Arizona Cardinals wide receiver Marquise Hollywood Brown. And his given cost right now, Nate, is a 2024 201. So we both agree again, and we think that this is higher than what it should be. I yeah. think there's going to be a good amount of wide receivers in this spot who I might prefer over Hollywood Brown. Um, what do you think? Yeah, you know, there's going to be wide receivers like, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Adonai Mitchell. Um, Xavier Worthy is going to be available there. Um, some drafts, if you're uh, here at the Dynasty Rewind, you might be seeing Keon, Keon Coleman available here if you're a fan of him. Um, there's there's going to be a bunch of wide receivers available at the 201. There's also going to be a couple of running backs. I think you're going to have your your pick at running back outside of maybe one or two guys who might go in the first round. Uh, but then you're going to have that whole you know pick of that next tier uh, with the 201 if that's what you want. There's also you know if it's a tight end premium league, I think there might be a tight end available here at this point. Um, and then super flex leagues, there's going to be a, another quarterback available here uh, most likely, whether that's Bo Nix, Michael Penix Jr., JJ McCarthy. Um, you know I think there's probably going to be a quarterback available here at the 201 as well. So this straight up, I'm not a big fan of this. I like I like we said, I think that 201 is higher than the value of Marquise Brown. Um, Marquise Brown for me, if I had to put a pick on his value, I'm thinking more of a mid-second right now, maybe like a 205. Um okay. is w- what I would be looking for. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Hollywood, you know, loved him when he was on the Ravens. But at this point, you know, Michael Wilson looked pretty decent this year. If they do sign him to a long-term contract extension, that's still going to happen with them bringing in a wide receiver through the draft this year. They are the favorites to draft Marvin Harrison Jr. right now. So I, I like the idea of Marquise Brown playing the number two across from Marvin Harrison Jr. I think that would work out really well, actually. They would uh, mesh really well. But not for the 201, not for the fantasy production that I would expect with that. I think he'd be a bit more inconsistent. Um, you know, He wouldn't be the wide receiver one on the team. And with Trey McBride's breakout as well, you know, he might not even be the number two target on the team. He might be the number three target on the Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, I'm going to take the 201 here. I do think Hollywood Brown's a buy low. I don't think this quantifies as a buy low necessarily the 201. I would rather just roll with the 201. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? You're right. There's there's other guys on the team. Uh, Greg Dorch looked good at times. Rondale Moore. And then Trey McBride with his breakout. And you're absolutely correct about Michael Wilson. I do think, like you said as well, that the Arizona Cardinals do address the wide receiver situation or position in the draft. We don't know exactly what it's going to look like. It may or may not be Marvin Harrison Jr. I know that they're the favorites, but we've seen things uh, come and go, stuff like that. Yeah. You know what they're going to do. But I could tell you that at that price, I think I could get a guy like Christian Kirk would rather have. Or if I'm competing, Terry McLaurin would yeah. be the one yeah. for that yeah. pick too. It's going to give you a 1,000 yards, going to give you a few touchdowns. Probably going to be more consistent than Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I think if I can get the 201 for Marquise Brown right now, I'd be selling. And, you know, for the 201, some players I'd expect to get with that, you know, I'd go after Mike Evans. Um, if, you know, if I'm a competing team, getting a guy like Mike Evans, who I know is going to give me a thousand yards, six touchdowns, eight touchdowns or whatever, you know, I'm going to be happy with that. Um, or, or can I add something to the 201, like a third round pick maybe and get Ty J Spears? Um, may, I might add another second on top of him because Ty J Spears right now, if you don't have a first round pick, you're probably going to uh, have trouble getting him off someone's roster. So you might need two seconds here, but the 201, hey, it's almost a first round pick. Can you swing that in your in your direction? So we'll see. Yeah, I think the 201 might be more likely if it this might sound weird, might be more likely if it's a 10 team league 
to get Tajay Spears. Sure. Just, just bump it up a couple spots. But I think Tajay Spears, we're assuming he's going to be the starting running back. Of course, a lot of things can happen between now and the start of the regular season again. But starting running backs, there's got to be a one in front of the draft pick. It just that seems to be the going rate. I just feel like the days of buying a starting running back cheap, like a Brian Robinson, they're they're just done. They're gone because of how the running back situation is. People just really cling on to him, and I get it. Yeah. Um, let's move on to our third player, and that is Stefan Diggs. His given cost Ooh. date is the 2024 109. So is it higher, lower, or fair value? We think that this is lower than what it should be. Yeah. Um, you know, I think I might have put mine on here wrong. I think this is pretty much a fair deal. Okay. Um, you know, I, I actually think, you know, for me to move off of this, you know, I went to 109, and I, I probably want like a third-round pick on top of it, like an early third, just to make the move. Because if I, I'm going to move off a guy like Stefan Diggs, who I know had a, a bad end to his season. But he finishes the wide receiver nine, Mike. You know, let's let's be a little careful. Let's take a step back before we just assume that Stephon Diggs is is totally washed. I know he had a tough end of the year, but wide receiver nine, he was wide receiver thirteen in points per game. It's sixteen point one fantasy points per game. I mean, anytime you get a player that can average sixteen points per game, that is one of the top players in fantasy football. And Stephon Diggs is just going to hit 30. He's got Josh Allen as a quarterback. We looked at his contract, Mike, you and I, the other night. He's there for, you know, like three more years. Like, if you were like, who let them sign off on this contract for Stephon Diggs? Yeah, Howie Roseman was not in the room when that one got signed, I can tell you that. Yeah, so um, I, I think this is fair, Mike. You know, the 109, you get into a new area of the board. You're out of that top tier, the top couple tiers. Um in draft capital. So the 109 is open board. Hey, I'll take Stefan Diggs in a competitive team where I can put him in. And I believe I'm going to have a really good wide receiver next year. Yeah. Apparently I did not fill this out right either. I had thought that it should be higher. I thought it should be higher than that. My apologies. And I'm thinking something like a, a later first possibly or multiple seconds. That being said, I have no problems with holding on to Stefan Diggs. I would sell him for this price if I could get what I wanted with that pick. And even if I had to move a few things around, you know, to acquire someone like a Jaden Reed, um, who I think is the Packers wide receiver one. I know what somebody commented, Jaden Reed is not Packers wide receiver one. Then by all means, I'm still waiting for your response to tell me who is wide receiver one, because based on what Chris Christian Wicks, it's not Dontavian Wicks. Who's a Dubs? There's, you know, I don't think it's Christian Watson. You got to be on the field to be the wide receiver one. And this is something that he's having a problem Maybe with. Maybe they just have like three wide receiver twos or four wide receiver twos. They can make and it work in two tight end twos. <laughs> I mean, they, one. they did beat the Dallas Cowboys in the playoffs. Sure did. By the way, congratulations to the Dallas Cowboys, the first team in NFL history to lose to a seven seed <laughs> in the playoffs. Good for you. Good on you, Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys. But I do still like – um Stefan Diggs. That being said, if I could take this and I could possibly get younger with a player that I like more, I would do that again. That's why I would try to move from him to a player like a Jaden Reed. Nice. That's my thoughts there. But I need everybody to hang out for a few minutes. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. 
All right, welcome back, everybody. Let's get to our next player, and that is Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback Trevor Lawrence. So, Nate, his given cost right now is the 2024-104 and the 2024-204. What are you thinking here? Because you don't actually you didn't actually put it on the sheet, <laughs> <laughs> so you're confusing me. So, you know, with the 104 and the 204, the given cost for Trevor Lawrence, I think personally that this is fair. But I think market value, this is higher than market value. I think you can get Trevor Lawrence for cheaper than the 104 and the 204. I think you probably can get him for the 104 um, straight up. I don't think you need that second round pick. I think you could probably get him with the 105 and a second round pick. I think people are down on Trevor Lawrence right now. Um, yeah, you know, I think so too. A lot of the narrative around him, you know, people want to get, get off of Trevor Lawrence. They want to go find uh, a different quarterback to plant their flag on. And I'm, to be honest, Mike, I don't really get it because in 2022, he averaged 17.9 fantasy points per game. That was good for quarterback 12 in points per game, which I'll take quarterback 12 in points per game any day of the week yeah. as my quarterback two. Now, maybe there's a conversation to be had that maybe Trevor Lawrence isn't a quarterback one for a competing team. And that's a conversation that we can have with how the Jaguars offense currently looks. But in 2023, he declined from 17.9 fantasy points to per game to 17.3 fantasy points per game, Mike. And that was good for quarterback 13 in points per game. Massive decline. <laughs> so, okay, maybe we need to have a conversation that Trevor Lawrence isn't your, you know, super competitive quarterback one, but he's obviously a really, really good quarterback too. If he's going to be giving you those kind of points, I think he can continue to get better. Uh, we're going to see him continue to get better. I really do believe that the Jaguars continue to build around him and give him, uh, you know, more weapons and, they're still early in building around him because of the Urban Meyer year really kind of set him back a little bit. So, yeah. you know, I, I I would be more than happy to, uh, you know, hold Trevor Lawrence, you know, even with this cost, you know, I'm, I'm holding the Trevor Lawrence right now. Fact of the matter is if you're moving Trevor Lawrence for these picks, my assumption would be you either have a lot of quarterbacks and you're okay with parting with one of them, or you're looking to upgrade to a different quarterback at the 104, maybe it's yeah. Jane Daniels, Drake May, wherever you're thinking about going, assuming you're not going to take Bo Nix or Michael Penix Jr. there. Please don't take Michael Penix Jr. there. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is we know <clears throat> at this point what Trevor Lawrence is. And the fact is these guys haven't stepped foot on an NFL field. All of these quarterbacks could bust. I don't think they will. We don't have a class full of busts, although Kenny Pickett's draft class for quarterbacks might be labeled as such. <laughs> Wasn't Brock Purdy in that class? Because then if so, he's the saving grace. Yes. Well, there you have it. But I, I tell you, I think um, this is higher than what it should be, but not by much. That's the caveat. And that's only because putting the pulse on the way people are feeling about him right now, I think it's just a little bit lower, like say instead of the 104, the 107. Um, and when you tell me, hey, that's not a big deal, fine, then you give me the 104 and you take my mm -hmm. 107. You won't be happy about it. Because that's that's a bunch of picks apart, three picks apart. I still think it's a good value for a still young quarterback. And if you can get, if you can't get what you want for him, keeping him's not a detriment to your rebuilding team. He's not 32 years old. He's still in his mid 20s. I would buy if I had multiple picks. Sell if my team needed a retool. My question is, another guy who's devalued right now. Could I get Jalen Hurts for this? For the 104 and the 204. Maybe. I mean, I think you're going to need more. I think you're going to need the 104 and probably a late first 
this would be a strong starting point to but try yeah, to get him. His value is down right now too. Um, so yeah, just a, a thought that I had. What about Jordan that. Love? Would you go for Jordan Love for this price? Man, I think I would. He played so good. Mm-hmm. So good. I, I really do think the sky's the limit for Jordan Love. I like that guy a lot. Me too, man. Yeah. But I feel like he's a hard guy to, you know, the, the buy low window on Jordan Love is dead and gone. That That's slammed shut. So. Yeah. But there's an opportunity because people are thinking that right now they have a sell high opportunity. So there's an opportunity to buy. That's true. So let's move on to our next player, and that is Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Devonta Smith. His given cost, very close to that of Jalen Waddell, uh, the 2024-106 and a 25-second. So it looks like we're both in agreement again. And Nate, again, like Jalen Waddell, pardon me, his former teammate, we think this is fair value. Yeah. You know, like I was talking back with Jalen Waddell, you know, this tier of wide receivers, Brandon Ayuka, you mentioned, is also in this tier, where – you know, we have Roma Dunze coming in, and I think he's going to fit right into that tier as well. So it's, hey, do you want to go after the next guy and get a second-round pick on top of it, or do you want to go with the guy you already know is at this tier, at this level, and we've seen it? And you're you're not missing out by having Devonta Smith on your team. Uh, yeah. Devonta Smith was uh, wide receiver 19 overall this year in a little bit of a down year. He was wide receiver 20 in points per game. Uh, down year because last year he was wide receiver 9 overall, wide receiver 14 in points per game. Uh, just – his consistency week in and week out. I know uh, middle of the season, he had a little bit of a, a down stretch, but the Eagles offense uh, after AJ Brown got upset, they had to make sure they targeted him to keep him happy. Um, but Devonta Smith, the catch that he's, he's able to make. And oftentimes when the Eagles really need him, need a wide receiver to make a difference. I feel like Devonta Smith is the one who's consistently showing up even more so than AJ Brown, because they know they can rely on him. So Devonta Smith, the way that that offense values him, I know A.J. Brown is out there and with the big plays that he's able to make, you know, he's really catching the eye. But, you know, Mike, you watch all the Eagles games. I get to watch a lot of them with where I live. And Devonta Smith, he is by far the best wide receiver, too, in the NFL right now. And I I, I am really happy having him on my team. So I'm going to hold him for this price. I would consider moving off of him um, if I can get a little bit more on top of this. Um, but if I'm rebuilding, maybe because I can get Brock Bowers here as well if it's a tight end premium. But I think this is fair value. I think it's fair. I'm holding either way, and not just because I'm an Eagles fan, but the fact is he's going to be more productive this year unless he gets hurt than whoever you draft at the 106. Yep. Now, of course, there's always the potential of someone just completely goes off. Um, he's young yet. I, I just I'm holding him right here i would also buy at this cost too if i had the opportunity i i would also be considering buying at this price if i have a competitive team sure i can go use the 106 and get a great player yeah but if i'm already competing and i mean if i'm already competing and i can just trade the 106 in a 25 second which i'm assuming is gonna be late because it's my own pick probably and i can pick up a player like devonta smith who i can probably throw my flex at that point come on He's a good guy to have in your flex spot. And there's been times too, especially last year with all these quarterbacks going down, you might've needed a guy like this in your super flex spot. Possibly. You know, you're, it's the way the season went. You're putting uh, Kyron Williams in a flex and Devonta Smith in your super flex or however you want to do it. It's just. Actually, might not work out too bad. Yeah. It might be better than trying to put um, some of these quarterbacks out there that we had. 
Good times. So, um, all right, last one here. We're going to do a little bit of a versus, and that is George Pickens versus Deontay Johnson. So, Nate, Pickens' given cost is the 2024-110 and 25-3rd. But Deontay Johnson is not far off. His given cost is the 24-201 and a 25-3rd. So, Deontay is in the final year of his deal. His dead cap hit is only $5.8 million. And if they cut him before March 30th, we believe they would save an additional $3 million. We're not exactly cap experts here. He's got a roster bonus to that day if he's still on the roster. That's why we're not sure exactly how that would work out. If you're a roster guru, <laughs> tell us. Uh, but, Nate, what do you think? What are we thinking here about these values? Yeah, I think this is pretty much fair value for both of them. I do think you can get Deontay cheaper. I don't think it's going to cost you the two at one to get Deontay Johnson. I agree. I, I do like. It's, I agree with you. I think it's fair, but I think I would I would try a little bit lower. Yeah, I think you can probably get Deontay for a similar price to Marquise Brown. Like I said, like the two hundred five, um, two hundred six, maybe even um, for Deontay, something like that. Especially because Mike Arthur Smith is now the offensive coordinator. For the Steelers, which is great news for us okay. Ravens fans. Um, we're, we're pretty happy about it. They got rid of Matt Canada and brought in Arthur Smith. So they, yeah. they have a type. And, you know, Deontay, when he's in the field, he's still going to see more targets than George Pickens. They're just, that's just their, their play styles. But I've, I've turned around on George Pickens as much as I liked him as a prospect. Wasn't a big fan of him when he got to the Steelers, um, fantasy-wise. And at this point with how he's turned out came out with a thousand yards this season very impressive you know i think we got a little dk metcalf tyler lockett situation going on here i like that comp. um and i think you know those guys were both able to be like wide receiver ones you know top 12 wide receivers at some point i think we're looking here maybe more can we have two top 24 wide receivers if this offense can be consistent they don't have to be that great but as long as they can be consistent i think they have their potential because george pickens he's able to create some big plays down the field. He's going to be able to win in the red zone with his ability to make those contested catches. So I think he's going to lead the team in receiving yards and touchdowns. But Deontay Johnson has always been and will always be a target hog. He's just so good you know, with his release off the line of scrimmage and his quick route running to create separation within the first couple steps of the quarterback's drop back. So he's going to continue to lead in targets and receptions most likely. So PPR leagues, I think these guys are going to probably finish pretty close to each other. It's just, do you want George Pickens for the youth? Uh, do you want Deontay? You know, maybe he's a bit safer because of the volume you're expecting him to get as the uh, uh, quote-unquote wide receiver one for the Steelers. So I think you can really go either way, and I'm probably just going to take the cheaper of the two. I know you can pay a premium to get George Pickens, who's younger, and you could say has more upside. I could, You could definitely argue that. I could argue that. Um, but right now, I'm pretty happy with both of these guys are rated. Uh, like I said, though, Deontay a little bit cheaper. Yeah, I agree, too. Again. I echo your statement there that it's a fair value for both of them. I mean, if Deontay is the cheaper player, does that make him the buy? I guess we could say. I would say that Deontay, if you're a competing team, Deontay is a buy right now. I think you can yeah. get him, like I said, for the mid-second. And I think Pickens, maybe I'll, maybe I will use the Arthur Smith um, hiring. You know, I, I probably wouldn't move the 110 for him myself. Um, maybe like the 112. Yeah, but I think it might take – the 110 to yeah. get him people are bullish on him um i also think that deontay johnson's not a terrible target for a rebuilding team if you could get him cheaper than the 201 and you know everybody's like oh you have to go young blah blah, blah. not necessarily you know sometimes look 27 is not old 
he could still be playing at a high level. Devontae Adams is almost 32, still playing really good. Um, Mike Evans is in his very early 30s, but still, especially a guy like Deontay Johnson, who, you know, is a great route runner, a very good technician. Keenan Allen, same thing. I'm not saying that you should go out and buy Keenan Allen right now. He's about four years older, but still, you know, I'm holding here on both of them. I mean, it, I don't know. This this is really tough for me to be honest with you. Um, I, it's just I'm, it's just I'm such not... a question mark with the Steelers' offense right now. Yeah, and I felt really bad for my boss. He's a Steelers fan, and him sitting at his desk trying to talk himself into why this was a good move, them hiring Arthur Smith, and he looks at me. He's like, I can't. I can't just say it's good. I'm like, my only saving grace is maybe he's a better offensive coordinator than head coach. We'll see. Maybe we'll see. But I, I will tell you this: the Titans. So you know, if I could get Tajay Spears or at the 201 Jake Ferguson or at the 110 Kyle Pitts, I think those are moves that I might make over guys like this right now. Um, yeah, those are just my thoughts there. But I do think yeah, the values yeah. a couple of moves I'd make. You know. It, 110 and a third instead of George Pickens, I'd go after, you know, see if I can get a conversation start for Jaden Reed, uh, Tajay Spears as well. Yeah. Um, if I'm moving the 201, you know, like I said, I think I can get Deontay for cheaper. I'd maybe target Christian Kirk. Um, or maybe if I can go cross positional, can I get Will Levis, who, you know, with the Bengals offensive coordinator now going there, they're trying to invest in seeing what they can get out of Will Levis. And, you know, the situation can can get better. It's not uh, ideal yet, but you know, a second round pick, I'm willing to take a, a chance on Will Levis for a second round pick. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Yeah, honestly. So, um, but that is going to do it for us this evening. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Again, you don't forget our Patreon free trial, um, patreon.com forward slash Dennis Ruin. You get to hang out with us for a week for free. Let's chat, let's mock. Till next time, everybody, for Nate and Mike. Thanks again. Thinking about which rookies to target in your fantasy football draft? Look no further than the NFL Mock Draft Database. We are your home for all things NFL Mock Drafts by sourcing experts and analysts from all over the internet. NFL Mock Draft Database also offers users an ever-changing consensus player rankings to keep you informed on the incoming draft class as you build your dynasty team. Think you have what it takes to be a GM in the NFL? Give our free NFL Mock Draft Simulator a spin, which offers many features such as pick trading, historical draft years, and more. Join us at www.nflmockdraftdatabase.com or follow us on X at underscore mock drafts. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DYNASTYREWIND. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So, again, underdog.com. Use the promo code REWIND. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.